everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sofa. Busy Living Sofa. Busy Living Sofa. It's episode 264. And I'm a dollar short in a day late. I'm a day late. Sorry. It's Wednesday. I should have put it out yesterday and I'm putting it out today. And I'm sorry, that's my bad. I've had a crazy week. And, um, you know, I was supposed to go fly. To, my son's moving to Omaha, Nebraska. And, you know, his friend was supposed to go with them. And his friend, something happened due to COVID and all the rest of this crazy stuff in this country. And so he couldn't go. So now tomorrow I have to go to Omaha. I'm driving to Omaha with him. I get to drive with him to Omaha tomorrow, 20 hours, who's counting. And then I'll fly back on Monday. But um, what do we do when life goes sideways at times? And how do we get patience? patience, that virtue patience that they talk about. I don't know that I have it very often. And I just feel like it's something I felt like talking about. And I was going to talk about it yesterday, but again, life got lifey and I didn't get a chance to get on here and do this. So here I am today and I'm turning off this. So you don't have to hear my mail binging. So here I am back. Um, so patience is this virtue and they talk about patience and how does one have patience? How do you give yourself a break and have patience in the day? How do you surrender in the day? How do you get through the day and not freak out? You know, all these things going on because we have this life. And for some reason, I don't know why we think everything's going to go our way when we wake up in the morning. We think, oh, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done. And I know I'm going to do it. And I'm going to cross it off my, um, my list. And it's going to be, everything's going to be great. And I'm going to stay sober today and I'm not going to have anything bad happen. And I'm doing so great today. And then the day starts and you're like, holy shit, this happened. Then this happened. And then this happened. And I failed. I failed today. And sometimes we feel like we fail. Even if we haven't picked up a drink, we feel like we're a failure. We judge ourselves on this barometer of good, bad. And if it didn't happen now, it's not good. And um, having the sense that it's going to be okay, no matter what, is really hard to get to. And it's really hard to learn to live in the day. And it's really hard to surrender and to let go. I think that if we take the time Let's say we're going to start off with the day. We're going to start off on a normal day. So you wake up in the morning and write this stuff down. Now, I think unless you live by yourself, your life is only revolved around you and you have no other human beings to get in your life or businesses that you have to, big corporations that you have to deal with. If you, I don't know who anybody, this person would be that would have all these, the lack of stuff that would interfere in their life because we all have stuff that interferes in our life, especially if you have relationships with other human beings, because other human beings, things tend to happen. If we have kids, if we have siblings, if we have parents, if we have cousins, if we have friends, things happen. People call us. They say, I need you to do this, or I need you to do that. Can you help me? And you're like, well, I really needed to finish doing this thing that I wanted to get finished and check off my list. So I'm just going to, I'm making up a story here. So I'm painting a painting. 
I'm in the middle of painting a painting and it's of a landscape and I'm totally engrossed in it. And I really want to get this painting done because it's something that I need to do. Let's just say I commissioned this painting and I need to get it done. I told these people I was going to have it done. And now somebody just called me in the middle of it. I can see the finish line on the painting and I really want to finish it. But somebody just called me and said, I really need you. I got a flat tire. And you're like, shit, I was, I'm almost done with this. My friend needs me. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit here and read, keep doing the painting? Or are you going to go help your friend? Which one are you going to do? Now I'll tell you what I would do. I would go and I'd pick up my friend and I'd help my friend. And the painting probably might be late or I might have to stay up late by myself and finish the painting at night when I come back from helping my friend. But I'm going to help my friend. And that's okay. It's okay. Because for me, helping somebody else makes me feel that I have a purpose. Yes, this painting is nice. And I don't think somebody's life is going to change dramatically one way or another if the painting is finished or not finished, right? Yes, it's nice. They want to have it in their house, but is it going to break that? It's like, and I don't want to deal with people that if it's going to break their life, that if it's a day late, I want, because I think us as human beings need each other and we need to have patience in our lives that everything's going to be okay. Like the world's not going to spin off its access if this isn't done exactly right now. This human being is stuck on the side of the road. They're, they have a flat tire. They can't fix it themselves. They need help. They don't have the money to pay for somebody to help them. You go and you help. I drop a lot of things in my life for friends that need me. And I do that because it's my choice. Sometimes my family members get upset with me. They're like, oh my gosh, we were doing this and we were going to do that. And I'm like, it's just going to give me five minutes. I'm just going to talk to this person, help them feel better. And then I'll be back to you, but it's all good. It's all good. But we think that if we, it's just making these choices in life. We get lots of gifts in our life. And a lot of the gifts that we have are not monetary. I mean, there's great things. It's great if you've got a fancy car, if you got a fancy house, you live in a fancy place. It's all great. It's all great. That's all good stuff. But when we get to the end of our lives, we're not going to remember the fancy stuff. We're going to remember the relationships we've got. We're going to remember who we were hanging out with and who we weren't hanging out with and who we had a special relationship with and who we didn't. We're going to remember those things at the end of our lives. Who have we touched? Who have we touched? And I think that when we are getting sober, especially if we are trying to take care of ourselves and we're trying to live at a level like this, and we're going to say, I don't want to drink today. I'm just not going to drink today. And if we, if we do mess up, if we do mess up and have to call somebody and say, my painting is going to be a little bit late. I'm sorry. I had an emergency that I had to help a friend. It's okay. It's okay. If you have promised yourself that you're not going to drink, and you picked up a drink, 
you can get back on the bandwagon at any moment. It's the, it's, you know, we use um, life as a journey, right? It's a big, long journey. And if something happens in the moment, in one period, a day is 24 hours, right? So if something bad happens in one day, one bad thing, and let's say you broke something, you yelled at your kids, you um, yelled at your partner, you um, maybe flick somebody the bird, um, you did things during the day that you weren't excited about but you didn't pick up a drink. That's a good day. And you can say, no, that's, that's, that's wrong. It's unkilled. It's that the balance is off. I did all these bad things and I only did one good thing. That doesn't balance the, the, the weighing, the way, the weight of life. It doesn't, it's not balanced. It's like, it's, it's either too heavy on this side or it's too light over here. But this, the huge thing of not drinking is that because the drinking is so much, it symbolizes so much more than just liquid because it does something to your brain chemistry and it changes you. That's why it's so imperative that you drink, you stop drinking one day at a time because it, it's a poison. So it affects your brain. It affects your thinking. It affects your liver. It affects your, it, it just, your entire body is totally different when you drink and especially if you drink like an alcoholic like I did my entire body would change right my face would get red different things would happen that haven't happened since I stopped drinking but we sit here and we think if all that so it's a big thing not drinking for one day it's a huge thing so all those little things of like telling somebody to fuck off or yelling at our kids or doing all these other things that has just the same weight it's just because this is your health this is your brain. This is your mind. So if the only thing you did right that day is not drink, you can build on that. Because I have to tell you that for me, the not drinking for one day, I'd be like, I, I remember in the beginning, I'd be like, I yelled at my kids. I told somebody to move at the grocery store in not such a kind way. I might have honked my horn at somebody. I um, I definitely screamed at my kids. And for me, making dinner was always the worst thing. I'd be like, oh my God, I have to make dinner again. Oh my God, I have to make dinner again. Oh my God, I have to make dinner again. And I would not, I would lost my patience on all these other fronts in my life. But then I'd call somebody at the end of the day fellow travelers, I call them. And I'd say, oh my gosh, this happened and this happened and this happened. It would be really big for me, big things. Yelling at my kids, that was a big thing. Not having dinner ready on time, that was a big thing. Not knowing what I was going to make for dinner was a big thing. All these things were really big to me personally. For me personally, I was like, all these things are just like so overwhelming. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was just like the tasks were so big and so daunting. And I call her and I tell her all these bad things in my mind that had gone on during that day. And she would say to me, did you drink today? I'd be like, no, I didn't drink today. And she'd say, see, it was a great day. And I'd be like, 
really? Because again, so I balance this balance, this balance, this pretend balance of that weight that I have in front of me that I put one, if I, I didn't drink, there's something positive. The positive never seemed like it was as good as this, all this other shit that I've been carrying. That seems so much heavier. But in fact, if you really look at it, it was starting to balance out. I was starting to realize, wow, okay. So I didn't drink which is huge. So that means my liver got to get better. That means that my brain got to, I didn't kill any brain cells today. My brain had a chance of getting right-sized. Okay, so that was good. And then I could thank God for, for me, I was thank God for my, my sobriety. So that was also a big thing because then I gave, I was humbling to say, thank you, God. And um, thank you to my sponsor and my fellow traveler. So I would say thank you to those things. And so then it would maybe even sometimes bring this weight up. So it wasn't as bad. Yes, I could make amends to my children for screaming. I could say, I'm sorry. And then I could learn, oh my gosh, Elizabeth, I need to just take a deep breath. I need to not take this all so seriously. Is it a big deal if I get McDonald's instead of making something special for dinner? It's not a big deal. They don't even care. I can get them a hoagie. They'd rather have a happy mom then a mom that's running around chicken, we're like making this fabulous dinner where we're all sitting down at dinner and it's beautiful and it's got all the accoutrements one would want and everybody's in a shitty mood because I've been yelling all day. So what is better? Do I want everybody to be happy and we're laughing and we're enjoying our, each other's company because we've just shared this great meal of maybe spaghetti and meatballs or SpaghettiOs, you know, whatever it is that you cooked, it's just if you're calm and you start to like yourself instead of judging yourself on this barometer that we don't even have, right? There's no barometer that says you're cold, you're hot, you know, good day, bad day. It's, um, it's internal. It's all internal. This is all internal. This whole like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. It's hurry up for what? What are we hurrying up for? It's hot in Florida today. Sorry, I got to take a little drink. How do we breathe and live in this 24-hour period and know that we want it to be a good day and that we want to have good moments and we want to pride ourselves on a good day rather than a bad day? We want to pride our, even if it is like what constitutes a bad day, right? We sit here in our heads and we say it's bad, but who says it's bad? I mean, out of the worst thing that happened to me, which was becoming an alcoholic, and I've always been an alcoholic, but, you know, I thought the worst thing was giving up drinking. And it's still, sometimes I will go to that in my head. Still to this day, 15 years later, I'll say to myself, Jesus, but this was social suicide getting sober. Are you kidding me? It was social suicide. I mean, I had all these friends that wanted to hang out with me all the time. And yeah, they all like to get drunk, but I had these friends and now I don't. That sucks. Why? And the longer I stay sober, the more I realize that I had to peel away these layers. I had to peel away this stuff like, Today, I can be around people that drink, but I don't like being around heavy drinkers. I just don't think it's fun. And then, you know, it wasn't social suicide as much as it was, you know, this was my only, you know, this was, 
I couldn't continue drinking the way I was and have any semblance of a family. I could have had a bar, a ton of friends at the bar, but I don't know that I'd have the relationships I have today with my kids. And like my son wanted me to go with him on this trip. He's like, mom, will you go with me? And we're going to drive to Omaha. I mean, is it what I really wanted to do? No. But do I always get to do what I really want to do? No. Is that okay? Yes. Because the memories I'm going to make on this trip are going to be unbelievable. I'm never going to have this opportunity again to drive to Omaha, Nebraska with my son. I don't think, I don't think it's going to come up again. I think this just happened and I'm going to jump on it. And I think we all have things that happen in our lives and we're like, should I work on the painting or should I go be with my friend? And um, building relationships and building the sense inside of yourself that it is just a finite moment that I'm here. It's just a finite moment that we're here. You know, when you look back in life, it goes by so fast, right? It's so short. And we think, at least for me, I used to wish it away all the time. I'd be like, I can't wait till they're grown up. I can't wait till this happens. I can't wait till that happens. And the reality is, is when I'm always sitting there searching and wishing for something not to be, that is, I lose perspective of the moments, like I'm never having, and I say this a lot on the podcast, it's September 15, 2021, and here I am. I'm never getting 2021, September 15th at 11.50 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, never happening again in my lifetime. I'll get it September 15th and maybe 2023, 2030, but at 11.50, but it won't be at this time in this year. And at this age, I'm 50. I'm, I'm 52. I'm not going to wish my way to my next birthday, even though it's very close. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy the moments. And it takes so, it's so hard. It's so hard to do this. It's really hard. I mean, I listen to these Buddhist teachers and these, you know, Zen teachers. And it's really ironic. I don't know if any of you, not to digress, but I want to to share something that I think is kind of funny. So we think that we that we see these teachers like Deepak Chopra, right? Deepak Chopra seems so zen. He seems like he's like, he's always like zen. He writes these books and he talks about meditation and your body and sleep and all this stuff. And um, his son did a movie about him. Decoding Chopra is what it's called. And it's on Amazon. Prime, if anybody wants to buy, I think you have to buy it or run it or whatever. But anyway, it shows him being human. He went on a retreat. He was supposed to be meditating and he slept through the whole thing. He literally got there and he slept. And then he kept asking his son for his phone. He's like, Can I have my phone? Can I have my phone? And um, I think it's kind of funny because we sit here and we think that people are, we're all trying to do the best we can do, right? We all are. I think where our country is, if you live in the United States, it's crazy. I think it's crazy because we're letting the government tell us, like separate us, which is so screwed up. It's so messed up. I don't want to be like that. They say that they want us united, but they don't. They're at the same time, you're like, you're bad if you get the vaccine, if you don't get the vaccine. You know, I think that reality is, is that we've got to love each other today. 
right? We have to love each other more than we ever have in our whole entire lives. I think we've got to be respectful of people that we never were before. You know, I live on a place where there's some real tough personalities here where I live. And I'm going to be completely honest. I don't like a lot of them. I don't, I don't like them. They're people I would never invite to my home. I would never want to have a meal with them. Um, they don't need to meet my kids. They don't need to do anything. But when I see them, I'm polite and I say, hello, how are you? And most times they don't even really answer. So it doesn't really matter. And it's okay. It's okay. You know, part of me wants to be like, ah, ah, ah. I hate those people. I hate those people. I hate those people. They're so miserable. They're so like, da, 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 da. they're so scared all the time. They're so this all the time. And because I have this program, and I think even more than I have this program, I have this relationship with God that I just know is everything's going the exact way it's supposed to go. I, it just is. It's going like if God, if there's this higher power that's in charge of stuff, if things were stolen, maybe they were meant to be stolen. If they weren't stolen, they weren't. Maybe other people wanted to make a drama that we don't need to make it. We're just living right here in these moments. We have to be patient. Everything changes all the time. Changes, right? You look at it outside your window. You know, now we're in September. It's starting to get a little chillier here. I can feel a little cool coming in. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, it's hot, but you know, in the evening, you can feel cool coming about. That wasn't before. Like everything's changing all the time. You watch plants. They're constantly changing outside. Why wouldn't our lives be changing all the time? But we find it uncomfortable. Well, change is inevitable. It's what you do in the process. So how do you let go and be patient with yourself and take this life as it comes rather than speeding it through all the time? speeding through life, speeding, 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 speeding. Uh, how do we slow it down? How do we slow it down? Take a deep breath. Realizing that there's something bigger than us out there. I, um, I went to a Bible study yesterday and I hadn't been to a Bible study in years. I think it hadn't been, I I'm probably haven't been to a Bible study in like, I don't know, 10 years. And I went yesterday and it was lovely. And the woman that was giving, um, that's leading us was talking about having surrendering and what it's like to surrender. And surrender to me is like letting go right? So just flowing with life as it comes. So how do we do that? How do we flow and just go with the way things are turning out to be rather than that, maybe not the way we want them to be, but that they're just going a certain way. And what if we just rode it? What if we just went and just went through life and just, what if we just, just, what if we just floated? What if we just went through life now, obviously, you cannot win the lottery if you do not buy a ticket. But how do you, what if you just floated? And rather than getting really upset or really happy, you just floated. 
what if instead of measuring on this weighing scale that I used to measure all the time that I was talking about earlier, that I wanted to have that balance. I wanted everything to be balanced. So I felt like everything, what if we just, in our heart, we were, we were like, it's okay. The balance is happening. No matter what the balance is happening. I'm floating. I am floating. Like when you get in a pool, I'm floating. I'm just sitting there and I'm just going to float and I'm just going to go wherever the road takes me. What if I did that? And you might say, well, I have to plan because my kids, I need to get, well, obviously there are certain things you're going to have to do and plan for, go to a doctor's appointment. If something you have to get a test done, you're going to plan that, but anything else, you just let it happen. Like you have to plan, you're going to have dinner, but what if you just bought everything once a week, you went to the grocery store and you bought enough food for your whole family. So you bought hamburgers, you bought chicken, you bought spaghetti, you bought, um, you bought meatballs, you bought, um, you like already pre-fed the frozen meatballs. What if you bought options for you to have dinner the whole week? Let's just say five days. That's only, you only need five days. And you said, okay, for five days, I'm just, whatever I feel like making that night, I'm going to make. And whatever the kids come to me and say, I'm going to make, and I'm not going to get freaked out if it's different than what I thought it was going to be. Let's say you got pork chops too. And one night you had leftovers, that's four nights. What if you just did that and you just let it go? What if you were able to go help somebody today that called you and asked you, can you just help me? Can you just listen to me? Some people just need to have somebody listen to them and not judge them. We all need somebody like that. So if you were in the busy, you were at work and you couldn't take a phone call and you saw your friend kept calling you and you knew they were having a bad day, what if you just sent them a text and say, I'm going to give you 10 minutes on my way home from work because I want to hear what's going on with you. I can't take it right now because I'm at work. And if I get on the phone, I'm going to be in trouble. But I do care about what you have to say. And I do care that you're going through something. How can I be, how can I help you while you're still at work? Like maybe they can send you a text message. But like taking each day as it comes and each scenario as it comes we can't plan for what we're going to do if we don't know that it's going to happen and nine out of ten things that happen that give us stress are things we didn't think were, we didn't think that was going to happen i didn't think there was going to be an accident on the highway to get to work and now i'm an hour late for work i didn't think that was going to happen oh my god that ruined my day it made my day horrible it made my day da, 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 da. well for one Instead, maybe you look at it like, thank God I was running a little bit late because I could have been in that accident. God had me miss that accident. How nice is that? I didn't have to miss that accident. And is the world going to spin off its access if I'm an hour late for work? People are going to have to wait for you. They can patiently wait for you. Now that we have these things, these self, I mean, God, you can spend hours and hours and hours busying yourselves on absolute nothing. You can look at sports games. You can look at social media. There's so many things you can do while you're waiting. And instead of freaking out, you can patiently wait and be like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Getting to that place that everything's okay is something I think we need to work on as a society. It's all okay. If you stayed sober today and you have a drinking problem, you've done something good today. It's huge. It's huge. And I don't care if you have decades of sobriety or if you have a week or if you have two days 
or if you just have 22 hours and you've done 22 hours, that's a big deal because we live in a society that's all about drinking. And if you don't drink, it makes you weird. I was weird when I was drunk because I did stupid things. So um, you can't win anything. All you can win is taking care of you and how you're going to go through your life. Because at the end of the day, it will be the relationships that are there and not the material stuff. Oh my gosh. So that's it for today. I hope that everybody out there is having a fabulous Wednesday. Think of me driving across the country starting tomorrow morning. And I will be back to you next Tuesday. I will be back here in Florida. So I will be back on Busy Living Sober and you will hear me and maybe I'll get JF to come on. He hasn't been on in a while. But remember, patience is a virtue and it is hard. It is sometimes really hard to have patience, but you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can breathe through this stuff. I know you can. If you have any questions, comments, please reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y at busy busy living sober.com and until next time keep getting busy living sober bye bye everybody take care bye bye